next meeting that you're going to have today? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Do you get apprehensive about these kinds of meetings? No. Never have you? The first couple, because, you know, just not having been through them before. But um, the main thing, so this is an introductory meeting with a buyer and my client, the seller. So, so three parties will be at this meeting, the buyer, the seller, and you? Yeah. Uh, and there's another broker involved with this one. But I just I go and set <laughs> expectations up front. And my, okay, this is an introductory meeting. You can ask any questions you want about this business. The only two topics that are off the table are price and terms. This isn't a negotiation. This is a discovery. So all we're going to do is go in and talk about the business. And, and really, it's more, this has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with, you know, the numbers can make sense and the business can make sense and it could all make sense. And then the buyer and the seller just from a, maybe a personality standpoint or whatever could just not click and there's no way you can get that deal done. So for me, it's more about just being there and just kind of listening and letting them interact. I mean, I'm not, there's no pressure on me today. So I've heard you say before that buyers and sellers sometimes have personality conflicts and that's always struck me as bizarre and strange. So is that is that still happening? Like, did yeah. you notice that phenomenon is? It's yeah. not just isolated to those first couple of deals. It seems to be a whole thing. There's there's one that uh, um, recently. I, I mean, you hope to kind of work those things out before you close on a deal. But I think also a lot of that is if you think about it, if you owned a business for so many years and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden someone else is in charge and making decisions and maybe different than you would, that's got to be difficult. So I think there's a lot of that kind of in play but do you do you prepare them for that i mean that's a totally reasonable oh, yeah. logical thing oh yeah. it's sort of like watching someone else raise your kids for a while like that'd be that'd be bad yeah. so and you, you got to think too there's more than just the owner the main thing in in most cases the successful business owners they care so much about their employees like that's the biggest thing they just want to make sure employees are taken care of and they want to make sure that um it's going to be you know they're not going to go through this huge change in a different culture and a different environment, which I think is important. So um, that's what a lot of this is, is just you know, the buyer is going to come in and ask questions, meet the owner, maybe meet a key person, you know, and understand more about the business, put some eyes on the place. And So at what point yeah. do you actually have a face-to-face -face with the buyer and seller? I mean, why are they – at what point do they interact in person, face-to-face, -face, whatever – phone well so different brokers have different philosophy my philosophy is as soon as they've signed the non-disclosure and reviewed the materials i put together if they are interested the next step is face-to-face -face. like Why? i for that reason if there's just not if they're not going to click and there's not going to be a you know a if, if it just doesn't go well in that first conversation then you know there's no reason to there's a lot of work that can be avoided for nothing. So, um, and a lot of times, you know, while I can get a lot of information and put a lot of stuff on paper, the ins and outs of the business, I'm not going to be able to answer all those questions. The owner is really the one who needs to be there answering those questions. You know. So you said that, that that's sort of your approach, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a marked approach that's different than that like what's the other philosophy well you have some business brokers that come from the real estate world and they treat it as if it's real estate um, and I'll say just from my experience and just conversations with people they're not as successful I don't think um, they treat it like a house you know whenever you, they come to 
show your house when you're selling it, they make you leave. And it's staged, and they walk through and all that. And then you never really meet the buyers until closing. You know, um, That sounds like a really bad idea. That's typically the way uh, real estate, well, for um, residential real estate, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, that, that that's sensical from a real estate perspective. But to apply that kind of strategy to what you're dealing with seems really stupid and short-sighted. Agreed. Yeah, I, I just... You know, I mean, my job is to get them there. And then once we, they make the decision, it is what they want. And then to get that done, to facilitate and quarterback that from, you know, that's really, but in terms of selling the business to them, you know, I can't do that as well as the owner is going to do. And the reality is if they get in and if I sit through two or three of those meetings, I mean, I'm taking notes. I'm getting answers to a lot of questions future buyers are going to have. So that's a big part of it to me. Like, yeah. I literally want to talk 5% of the time during these introductions. So just being there. That's a goal of yours? Yes. I, I What I do is I track the minutes and I start at stop. I would not be surprised if that was what it is. <laughs> and then you get real excited when you hit your 5% mark. Yeah. And that's when you share with them that you're no longer an angry junk. <laughs> Hey, did Kristen go with so. you? Did your wife go with you to Orlando recently? Yeah, yeah, she did. Was that your first time in Orlando? Uh, yeah, my well, yeah, first time in Orlando, not first time in Florida in that area. So, I'm, I'm sure in your goal book, wherever it is, um, do y'all have like a ultimate vacation destination? <gasps> what? No, that plate that page is blank in that the goal be book. A goal. I don't think. Uh, and you need to lay it out step by step what you need to do mm-hmm. to actually be able to go on that vacation. Now that n- I don't have that as a goal, but one of the parts of the goals when you lay out <laughs> what it is, what your motivations are, the next thing you do is you lay out all right, what are the next the first like three steps you need to take? Not all the steps, just the first three. Like you know you have to do these three things to get started. And then under that, there's a place for once you achieve this goal, how are you going to reward yourself? And I think I'm one of those, maybe the income goal, I did a vacation for the family or something. I didn't specify or have a place or a destination. I just said.